Should we just continue? Should we just start with Adam? <laughs> yeah, let's go, go, go. It'll be funny that way. Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen. I know where you live. One, two, two, and two to three. You're about to listen to the BBPC. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Did that kind of rhyme? Did that work? Sure. Sort of. Sounded like it. Episode 376, coming at you. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Not Harley, a.k.a. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yeah, we're sad to report that he he won't be able to make it tonight. Got a bad case of uh the, the chorros, the diarrhea. <laughs> the chorros. He <laughs> tried the new the new churros and it just chorros. chorros. <laughs> so he won't be able to. <laughs> all the Hispanic listeners, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's all two of you. Um, yeah, he won't be making it tonight because he's got to keep running to the bathroom. So yeah, but you do know he does run to the bathroom all the time. So you know it's just kind of awkward. So, but how you mm-hmm. doing, Speed? What's going on? I'm good. Good. Yep. Yep. Just working. Right on. Right on. Stayed indoors all day. But yeah. That's all you do is work. It's, even though it's a <laughs> Sunday, most people relax. Nah, man. You, could, you do go out. You do go out to jog in the morning, though, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. During the week, on the weekends, it's I barely go outside. Actually, no, we did yeah. go out. We went to a uh, panda. We did our panda yeah. run on oh, Sunday. See, that's on Friday nights, right? Yeah. We we move it around every once in a while. Okay. The employees recognize you. <laughs> uh there's one place where they were recognizing us a lot like we like made friends um but we bounce around we like trying new places and actually we found a a panda express in escondido that has a pokestop and a gym in within range and so that's well, the how convenient going. is that for yeah. you guys but we got to go to fucking escondido for that <laughs> it's like Jeez. yeah the door the like the they, they serve the same exact food items. Yes, but you got to go to Escondido for it. And just getting from the parking lot to the front door is it's hell. Why? Because of the because of the heat. It's just hot. It's like hell hot. Oh, it's just hot. okay. <laughs> yeah, you go to open the door. And you know the doors are all metal and black, and you burn your hand if you keep your hand on the handle or uh, too long. It's like you got to like flick it open or hope someone comes out so you don't have to touch the door. Yeah, and you just run in while they open it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. Poker stops at your at your local pick. Wait, no, not pick. I'll say pickup sticks. But that would have been see. That would have been easier. Pickup mm. sticks and poker stops. See. Oh man. But you go to Panda Express and po- see. It doesn't have the same nice. It doesn't ring have the same it, ring see? to it. Nah. Yeah. So do you, but you don't get tired of Panda. No, no way, man. Huh. That's 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 a that's yeah. our like our guilty pleasure. Not so not so guilty pleasure. We just we enjoy it. It's it's good shit. Although. Yeah. Lainey has changed today. I've never seen her not eat her rice. She's been um, experimenting with like the keto diet because I've been. I, have you heard of that? No. In a keto diet, it's supposed to be like no carb, low carb to no carb, but high fat diet. And I've been doing that for years. And so she yeah. finally started like experimenting with it. And then today she didn't eat her rice. I was like, holy shit! She's like, yeah, it just it it, it didn't it wasn't appetizing. It was like too filling. White rice or fried rice? Fried rice. We she normally eats the fried rice. 
Okay. But she but didn't even didn't touch it. She ordered it, but not. didn't touch it. Yeah, she ordered it, didn't touch it. I Did was, you eat it? Uh, no. Oh, she just wasted a whole thing. Don't tell Harley that. <laughs> get right. uh, I heard that motherfucker. He's going to go drive all the way where? What was it? Escondido? Escondido, yeah. I'll put a, next time Express. I'll put a stamp on it and send it up there. There you go. This should still be good. Seal it fresh. That's insane. So, well, so I Harley, how's that your, what's that? As Harley chimed in, how's, how's your butthole? Is the churro t- treating you right? The, the churro, treating, churro treating you right? Yeah, how's that diarrhea going? You got it under control? Okay, he doesn't want to talk about it. It's, kind of <laughs> yeah, it's, it's private. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> no, it's all right. we, no, it's okay. We, 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 uh, he's, got, he's got the, you know, he got the... the you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right? so we, 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 told the, we told the listeners oh, no. that... It might be no, coming and going. No, 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 I had to talk to Chris about something. I didn't know the shits. <laughs> That's keyword. We got it. Yeah, it's cool. Got it. That's <laughs> a new term for it. Exactly. I got to talk to Chris. I'll be right back. <laughs> you got that sample of Jeff uh, Daniels in Dumb and Dumber, Tony? Oh, oh God. Uh-huh. That's what we need right there. Oh, man. Ever since I started drinking coffee, I am as, con- I'm as regular as regular can be. What do you mean regular as regular can be? What does that mean? That means I take a shit every day at the exact same time. Yeah, coffee will do really? that to you. It's uh, on a, a lot of people. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. dude. This... Like, like, okay. So you finish your cup. Like, how long does it take after that? It's. I'm halfway through my first cup. I'm taking a dump. Seriously? Holy shit! Damn. Like almost. Alex, how many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Probably about two to three, depending on how big they are. You have a big mug. If it's a big mug, then I'd have like one. Hmm. Dang. Interesting. Yeah. But like, if I'm halfway through that motherfucker, blowing it up. Wow. I haven't gotten yeah. that. I mean, I know it happens to people. Yeah, I, get... I think Wait, it's because you, you're a coffee drinker, Tony. Um, I started drinking coffee uh, only recently, like actually within like the last couple months, when I the when hell? I learned that it goes well with the keto diet, the, the that I was talking about, yeah. the the low carb, high fat diet. And you actually put like butter and you put a bunch of fats in your coffee. The caffeine just works well with the keto diet. And I never had the explosive shits. I never had any shits. Like it's normal. Well, I don't, it it doesn't give me like the runs or nothing. I have a normal movement. Oh, it's it's just, just, you just can't control. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I just like, yeah, as soon as like I'm halfway through the coffee, my asshole is telling me, hey, you better make you better you better hurry the fuck up because we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never had that, never. Yeah. And I have like four. I have. Tony big sounds old... so upset too. Like he's really mad at his body. I'm missing out on this experience, <laughs> so man. Mad. I can't empathize with people unless they go through this. That's because you're on that. Steve, I got to drink because you're on coffee. that Steven Seagal diet. That's why. <laughs> I got to get more. I've been drinking four cups of coffee in the morning. Nice. Maybe you can need to drink more than you that. Drinking the, you, ain't, you ain't drinking full no, juice. I, I've done the research. I mean, I've, the research. I've done some reading no on it. No, research. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you surveyed not, a bunch of people? <laughs> I got, you know. It's full juice in your coming cup. Out, coming out of the uh, the mall. I'm like, excuse me. Um, <laughs> so, what? When was your last bowel movement? <laughs> <laughs> was it before or after? Oh, we coffee. can go the whole podcast talking about poop. That's that's my that's my goal. That's my dream. 
So the uh, coffee inducing a dump is not guaranteed. Coffee inducing, well, inducing a dump is, is, not, is not a guarantee. It is um, dumping it just happens to some people. Now, what coffee so, do you drink? What kind of coffee do you drink? Uh, just whatever. It's over the counter coffee, Chris gets at the grocery store. Oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, maybe talking? that's my problem. So we have an espresso, like cheapo fifty dollar espresso machine at home. Oh, okay. Oh. See, Amy's starting difference. to drink coffee not a lot too. Now she got a she got a Keurig, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like coffee, but I love the smell of it. And she, she puts that in there, my little cup, the water, yeah. makes a big old cup so easy. It's nice, different flavors fresh, and shit. Yeah, fresh coffee is like the best smell ever. Yeah, fresh the fresh ground. I go to customers' homes and they're like, "Hey, would you like a cup?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." No, I'm but good. can you like the smell of it? You know? Can you put a fan yeah. behind it and just? Okay, oh, it just smells. The whole house smells like it's like you're baking something. Mm. There's one of the flavors called like like donuts like donut shop, you know, like the, like the popular one. And she made like a hot chocolate this morning, but it was like salted caramel. I'm like, oh, I'll try that. She was good. What I've noticed is, and I was telling Chris this, it it's a really mild, mild buzz coffee. So the caffeine you get. That's because you're putting Jack in, in it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're putting Kahlua? No. You put in this shit. No. No. Crack straight vodka. I'll show you vodka. See, it's good yeah. coffee. It's good coffee. Um, and so you can, you know, you drink a cup or two, and you don't really notice it. You don't. You're not like, oh man, I, I'm high on caffeine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just a real mild, just kind of. Does it work for you though? Does it like get you get? Does it get you going during the day? Does it wake I, you up? Does it put a little pep in no. your step. No, and I would actually say it doesn't. Yeah, (laughs) I just use it to take a shit on a schedule. (laughs) I think it. I think it helps a little bit, but it's so mild. Um, Like if I like just uh, last week when we were doing the podcast, that day I didn't drink any coffee, and the next day I didn't drink any coffee, and I think I have a high a a low tolerance for. is your head started hurt if you haven't had it in a while? Caffeine withdrawals, and that's the thing. I drink coffee now almost every day for well over a year Damn. with Chris. And if I don't, I think it gives me a headache by the by the evening, the late afternoon, early evening, which is not uncommon um, to have withdrawals. And being I don't have any other vices, you know, addic- I don't consume any other addictive things. I don't drink soda either. Um you know, it wouldn't take much for my body to go like, hey, you know, you're giving yeah. me this shit every day and now you're cutting it back. What the fuck? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it takes much. Um, which, right Are you then Tony the same way, Tony? No. No? I think it has a different effect depending on the kind of diet you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I ate a pretty, you know, traditional. Yeah, because yeah, probably all he eats diet. is cookies and tri-tips, so. Cookies and Tri Tip, baby. That's the name of this week's podcast. Cookies and Tri Tip. Oh yeah. That's the that's the name of my next album. <laughs> well, that's so. interesting though. Yeah. I uh yeah, like I gave me advice but when I first met her it was all Diet Coke. Like, that's all she would drink. Mm. She would Chris drink Diet Coke. To get a headache. And then when she stopped that, she was strictly teas. And now she started drinking coffee all of a sudden. So she had a carrying machine at her work and she had one at the house and yeah, it's it's all in the morning. She's got a big old mug that says, uh, "Mama needs her big cup of coffee." It's just big ass mug. It's pretty funny. 
And uh, yeah, she like I said, she, she puts it up in the morning and it smells good. But I'm just like, yeah. I'm afraid if I start drinking it, I, I'm gonna. Because I remember one time, like I, uh, I got like an iced coffee, like at a. I'm like, you know, I like, I like cold drinks, so I'm like, let me get an iced coffee. You know, I was feeling kind of tired. I like went to Seven Eleven. I'm mean, let me get one. Man, I wanted to shit like fucking ten minutes later, and I was heading to a job. Oh, see, there you go. Like, Fuck, man, can't yeah. be doing this. That's go the Hey, man, can so, you show me where your TV is? Where your bathroom is? Get the bubble guts. I'm like, you. If you drank coffee every morning, you'd probably be like me, where it gives you the shit. Well, if I it doesn't in the give morning, you the shit. Left to work, then I'd be all right. Yeah, it doesn't give you the shits in a sense of. You know, like again, the runs. I have a normal crap. It just, it just makes my bowels move. So, um, you have a normal crap. Yeah, just perfectly normal crap. Mm. Um, but what I was gonna say is, coffee in and itself isn't addictive in the sense of, if I say, oh, I'm not gonna have a, I don't have any cravings associated with it. It's habit in the sense of, you wake up, you pour yourself a cup of coffee. It, it's habit forming, but it's not like addictive. Like I'm not like scratching at my neck in the morning. Man, I gotta get that coffee in me. I gotta get that coffee in me. To be honest with you, cookies like sugar, I have more, I have a higher like craving for than yeah. coffee. Coffee is just like like I said, it's just more of a habit as yeah. opposed to like if we run out of cookies, like two maybe three days goes by, uh, and I don't have no, no cookies or out. like. Junk food, like junk sugar in the house, the dude. dude I'm, I start getting like, like man, I'm fucking out. The fuck, I start looking through the cabinets for anything with sugar in it. Like, damn, it's yeah, it's fucking, it's no good. <laughs> yeah, sugar, sugar addiction is real. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. the American American culture. It's sugar just, addiction. <laughs> so he starts, yes, he starts to eat a spoonful of sugar. I have more addiction to sugar or more craving for sugar than I do coffee. Coffee, I'm. What about, do you like to, what about both? Eating cookies while drinking coffee. Well, ironically, that's my move. I drink my <laughs> cup of coffee. I drink. No, I swear to God, this is my thing every goddamn day. I drink my cup of coffee. I pour myself another cup of coffee. <gasps> cookies. What the and hell? There you go. <laughs> Jesus. We just got a sample then, of Harley when you uh half so somewhere in between morning. there. Somewhere in between there, I make my move. That's what I say. That's what I call it, making my move. I gotta make a move. Right. I make my move. Listen to him, and Tony's then, so excited. Listen yeah. to him. And then I start drinking I know I can't wait for tomorrow morning to to, to, to go through this because it's such a lovely routine for me. Wow. Then Can I you send us a picture? Tomorrow? Then I start you sure. send us a picture while you're doing that. <laughs> sure. And the, while I'm taking a shit, put the <laughs> cup the of shit coffee part. in one. <laughs> Were you enjoying your cooking your coffee? And then I start drinking my coffee. Enjoy your and CC. I, I take like three or four of those cheap-ass sandwich cookies. You dip them bad boys I, in that coffee. And I just sit. No, I, I don't typically dip them in the coffee. No. I you, have... sit, you sit in the bathroom sitting outside enjoying that? Oh, my goodness. No, not in the bathroom, of course. Coffee slippers, bathroom, you're sure. sitting outside your porch. Uh, yes, basically. You got a porch? Oh, yeah. We have a huge porch. Damn. Man, yeah. get that fancy-ass camera. Have Chris take a picture of you. I'll do it. I'll take that. a selfie or some shit. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> there is, that's it right there. <laughs> Tomorrow morning right there. Well, that does sound like a lovely time, though, man. That's just like, well, that that's, a, that's after the kids go to school as before. 
No, that's well after. So that's oh, everybody's yeah. out of the house. Chris is left for work. I'm literally at the house by myself. I go outside with the dog. I let her run around a little bit. I sit outside and I drink Man, my that coffee almost sounds, and eat my I cookies. I'm picturing it. I'm picturing right now what you just painted, that picture, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it almost feels like a coffee commercial. It does. Because it is. Well, a is. You just it's got it's up in the morning dude, you're with your mug and you let uh-huh. your dog out. Tell me that didn't sound like a commercial, Tony. Yeah. Holy shit. And picturing your picturesque house where you live too, it's all green and everything. I'll be sitting and I'm staring at the mountain. I'm staring at that big ass mountain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And your Cujo's running around chasing squirrels. Mm -hmm. You know, and from eating you got that (laughs) She don't just chase them. She eats them. You know who narrate the commercial though, right? Who? My man Sam Elliott. Oh, there you go. That's right. When it comes to coffee, there's when only one brand. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can do it. Come That's on right. now. That's right. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Now I'm jealous of your morning stay. I, I live a blessed life. I, I got to tell you. Man, we're doing it wrong, Tony. You hear that? He's got it down. Yeah. Didn't leave the city. Y'all motherfuckers stay in the city. Well, we can't drink coffee and eat cookies like that over here? Well, yeah, you can. But you can't be staring at Mount Shasta while you're at it. It's true. I can I look can. at Mount Shasta just... on my computer and pretend. Yeah, exactly. I open sure. up my phone. But Tony has three monitors, so he he's got even bigger landscape. Yeah, exactly. Whatever whatever mountain range you want, I just throw it up on screen all at the same time. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can see the whole world, motherfucker. <laughs> Slightly different. Ooh, Mount Shasta got the Alps, got Jaro, got whatever you want, man. Yeah, Tony, where are you at? Where are you going right now? Let's see. Where are you where am I going he's right gonna, now? He's do, yeah, he's going to shuffle his computer watch. Come look at it. 376. What are your code is that? Let's... I haven't done that in a while. That's where he said. Yeah, see? It's not. Yeah, see? That's where he's heading at. It's not. Uh... Hey, we're going to talk about some movies tonight. Yeah, I don't see it. So, let's see. Yeah, I chose a homework, a guide to recognizing your saints. MCP chose Zodiac. Before that, I just want to bring up this quick movie I saw on YouTube. My buddy Christian, the associate producer on it. Um, not really sure what that means. Maybe just paid money on it. It's the name of the credits. But it's uh, it's called Never Hike Alone. And it's a fan film about Friday the 13th. It's a Friday the 13th fan film, full movie. And it's on uh, YouTube right now. 53 minutes. And it's this guy. Let me do those quick synopsis here for you. Uh, let's see. A fan tribute to Friday the 13th, Never Hike Alone, follows an adventure blogger, Kyle McLeod, who uncovers the long lost remains of Camp Crystal Lake. While on solo backpacking trip, ignoring the campfire tales from his childhood, Kyle's search turns deadly when he makes the grave mistake of crossing the path of Camp Blood's legendary mass murderer, Jason Voorhees. Shredding the forest with Jason on his heels, Kyle must push his survival skills to their limits if he hopes to survive the night. Otherwise, he'll wind up another lost victim of the cursed camp. It's directed by Vincent Vincente DeSanti. It was screenplay by him and this other guy, Nathan. And actually, it's funny enough, the director plays Jason Voorhees. So that was kind of interesting. Um, it's a really well-polished made movie. It's really cool. Um, it it uh, is a like, nice little Easter egg at the end for fans of the series, which is great. Um, if you look at the comments, everyone like dug it. Everyone's saying how like much better it is than a bunch of the sequels that came out. It's uh, it's like a love letter to the movies. And like I said, like I said it's a... Um, Found footage, but it's really well done, especially for uh, you know, like this little like um, 
fan film. It's pretty cool, man. It's at 54 minutes on YouTube. You got the time? Check it out. It's pretty cool. Womp Stomp Films. It's it's uh it's the guys that created it. Um, but yeah, you guys, like I said, free on YouTube, man. Can't go wrong with that. Definitely, especially since Friday 13 just passed. I think that's I think that's when it uh, got released. So um, yeah, me, I give it a very high buy for a dollar. It was a lot of fun. I'd buy that for a dollar. Did we start the show and I didn't know? What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did we did we run the intro? Did I not introduce myself or did it? Did you what? Did we not do that? Did I miss something? Tony, did we miss something? I guess you have to listen uh, to the recording. That's right. That's right. No, we did. Yeah, we we're fucking with you. Sorry. All right, my mistake. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, so yeah, well, you want to introduce yourself now? That you have the time. What's up? Who are you? I am uh, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, aka Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. That's your, that's call me couple. Right call me Cup of Joe and Cookie. <laughs> I'll call you CC. Let's see. So yeah, no extras, right? Nobody saw anything. No TV I got shows. I got oh, you got some. I got, got some. Um, I revisited The Incredibles. Oh so, shit! Okay. Well, yeah, it, it, it. I was. It, Lainey said she'd never seen it before. What I was the fuck? Like, I, I I pulled a whole. Thank you. Um. So I've I tried to force her to watch it, but she was she was on a mission today to to to. I don't know what she was doing on the internet. She was scrolling. She was buying nail polish. She was doing her girl thing. I was like, you like, watch this scene. And I'd pause it and wait for her to finish. It's like, all right, we're watching this scene. <laughs> we're watching that scene until finally the scene that finally got her. Um, when, uh, the mom, Elastigirl, she, uh, saved it. Like she's uh, on the jet going towards the island, you know, to save, save Mr. Incredible. Um, and the jet blows up and she catches a kid. And then she yeah. inflates into a parachute. Yeah. She was dying. She was crying. She like, like we. She was crying from laughing so hard for like five minutes. It was great. So that oh finally got her. It like hooked onto the movie because before she was just paying attention a little bit here, a little bit there. That's towards the but, end. Yeah. Then that. Yeah. And then so finally that finally got her hooked. So uh, for me, I still enjoyed every moment. Still, it's later. That was a fucking movie. Because I'm pretty sure I gave it a slater before, but um. Can't wait for the sequel. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, there's, I heard rumors of a sequel. Is that more solid now? Well, yeah, there's pictures and everything for it. Ah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't. Yeah. At, that, at that Disney Expo, they talked about it. Cool. Yeah. Comes out, uh, 50, yeah, June 15th, 2018. Cool. Well, Ballpark, Mr. Incredible is left to care for Jack Jack while Helen Lassie grows out saving the world. There you go. <laughs> Best part, written directed by Brad Bird. He's back. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know who else is back? Lucius Best, aka Frozone. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, Incredibles. Yeah, that's that's. So yeah, so Incredibles was fun. Um, uh, before that, I watched Blade Runner, the final cut. Oh shit! You watched it now, huh? I watched it, yeah, because uh, I've been hearing good things about the new one, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch the new one without catching up and revisiting the old one. You want to go see the new one on Tuesday? Um, I can't on Tuesday. I got I got Son business engagement. Um, well, yeah. okay, so that kind of seals because I got I have homework, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm unless you Spoiler. guys can convince me not to, I'm gonna pick pick it. Okay, um, I can go on Tuesday. Cool. <laughs> I'll go some other time. I almost went today, yeah. um, but yeah, I just couldn't get enough work done. I wasn't comfortable. But but anyway, so I saw saw the first one. Um, long story short, I was I. It doesn't hold up. It, no. I did not enjoy it. It was way too slow. The the pacing was bad. Um, it, it yeah. Uh, I, I it's love a little the idea. Plotty. Yeah. It, it um. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it just it just didn't didn't hold up for me. Um, I mean, I I I love the idea. The premise is great. Um, exactly. But it just was, bleh. <laughs> it was a chore to sit through it. So I, unfortunately right now, Final Cut is, gets a waste of time for me. That would be a waste of time. Yeah. So hopefully. Hey, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it tomorrow. The kids Tony, to Tony nailed it on the head. And I think I said the same thing during my review, which I'm sure Tony slept through. Is <laughs> the premise is awesome. Yeah. What it addresses is what makes movies like The Matrix and stuff so it, it's the origins of that. It's like if something is so real, if if this artificial intelligence is so, you know, it's and now the Alien franchise with the David character is 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 there too. There, that's the big sort of moving um, plot. Is is this artificial intelligence? These androids, and what if they became so humanoid that they didn't even know themselves? Kind of thing that they just, you know, their their memories were implanted, and and you know, if you can taste it and you can smell it, and it and it's it, then it's what's what's the difference? You know what I mean? So, um. So you love that premise, but yeah, the movie is, it's too, it's too, it's trying to be too artsy fartsy for 1984, which probably worked well, but circa 2017, you know, it just doesn't hold up. So I give it a buy that for a dollar. Oh, wait, I wasn't reviewing it. Tony was, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it wasn't even worth my time. Okay. Stuff. So. Alright. Now let me ask well, you this. You Are you glad you watched it before you watch the sequel? I don't know yet. I, I have watch to watch sequel the yet. sequel. So, uh, yeah, I'll answer that. But yeah, you still want to watch the sequel. Yeah, yeah. I, because it may have made it better. <laughs> they may have done something that does fit in our current timeline. Um, that are, Or that all, that our current way of consuming movies, it'll work. Well, our short attention span or whatever. So. And the critics have spoken. It is, it's it's very good. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gives it. If you want to give me thirty seconds here, twenty seconds. Oh boy, here we go. An eighty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, there you go. So, that's, but that's before it, it become a cult classic. Because what I was reading about the original is that nobody liked it when it first came out. It but did it eventually not do well, became a... critically or financially when it first came out. Right. Oh. Uh-huh. So. so. Yeah, I'm still interested. Yeah. In uh, yeah. Okay. Right on. Cool. And then look for those reviews probably next week. Then. I mean, to be honest with you, for me, 
my biggest motivating factor to go see it is the director. Plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, no. I haven't watched Vice Principals. It's okay. Good. You're still on that? Cool. And, and me and Chris started watching, the, she's already watched it, but it's been years and years and years ago. Big Love. Oh, yeah. That, uh, the show about polygamy, Mormon mm-hmm. polygamy. Oh yeah. It's uh it's good. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. definitely um it's got some cheesy moments. Um sure. but it ran I think five or six seasons. Yeah, yeah. five seasons. And Bill Paxton yeah. is really good in it. He's married to, okay. to three chicks. Yeah. And uh it's a trip. Did you watch it, Fonzo? Have you seen it? I remember watching a couple episodes. What's the name of it? Never came back. Big love. So it, it's actually kind of based on a true story um, of a Mormon family in, um, and ironically, in this area that... Um, they live like in a cul-de-sac because all three houses were connected to each other from the backyard. Yeah, yeah. So, so what it is is... He'd wake up one house, walk to the other house, say hi to all his yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was crazy. So, he, so he's a, it's a polygamous family, and they have three separate homes. They're all next door to each other. And the backyard's all connected. Could you do that, basically? You Hell yeah. Ways? You could? No, no way. Are you kidding me? Well, I was going to say, God damn. No way. His, he's, he's a mess. Um, um, anyway, so the, where the movie or the show takes place is in this border um, town that's on the border of Arizona and Utah. And the reason why it's, it's in Arizona is because um, the Mormon church actually has officially outlawed polygamy. And that's their, their stance on it today. But the origins, the fundamentalists of Mormonism are still polygamists. And, but they've sort of been, Oust, oust, you're saying she's watching it, but you're not. You sound like you're watching it. No, I am. She's seen it before. Oh, okay. So you're watching it for the first time. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching it for the first time. So right. she's gotcha. seen it. She saw it years ago, back when it like first came out. So we're watching gotcha. episodes that came out in 2006. So, um, but it's but what spurred us to watch it was when we went to Utah, Bryce Canyon, and we stayed at her mom's house for a couple when we drove back, we drove through these, these polygamous Mormon polygamous communities and they're like ghost towns now. And it's because the leader of the polygamous sect was actually sent to prison and he's in prison now for what child abuse. Mm. So this is real life. So these, these towns that he once was the Jesus of sorts, um, are now ghost towns because they 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 have no leadership, and so um, and the, it's it's a trip. You drive through these towns, and there's these gigantic homes that are like for what you and I would look at them. They look like giant apartment complexes, or not giant, like small apartment complexes. You can see several doors, uh, obviously two, three different stories, but mm-hmm. they're all just giant single family homes. Well, it's because these houses were born or built for polygamists with these gigantic families. This case, th- this character in the show has, has three wives and something like seven or eight kids. 
So the the leader of in real life, the leader that went to prison, he had like twenty or something wives and a hundred plus kids. God damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeffs, what was his name? Jeff. No thanks. Um. That's oh yeah, like yeah. Um, I think last week I don't know if I mentioned, but Amy saw that show Ozark on Netflix and she watched it all in one day. She said that was a good show with Jason Bateman. That's coming on Netflix. What is it about? Uh, what is it about? It's, I heard it's like um, it's like Walter that. White for money laundering. Yeah. A Chicago-based financial advisor secretly relocates his family to the Missouri Ozarks when his dealings with a drug cartel go awry. That's it. Yeah. It is really good. Uh, cool. All right. Well, there you have it. There's, I mean, there's tons of things to watch. So real quick, Tony, you got a game show music? Go ahead and hit it. Where do you uh, find it? Uh, what do we got? Uh, where is nope I don't have game show music on my soundboard I'll probably have it in my archive somewhere Charlie bring up uh, a hold on All right, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. What's on your recommended playlist on YouTube? So bring up YouTube right now. Do you uh, have yours up, Tony? Yeah, mine up. All right, we're going to go one by one, all right? So what is the top? There's five, right? We got six. On your recommended, uh, I got six across mine. You have six across? Uh, I think it just yeah. depends on um, I'm on the Chrome. width of your screen. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. You got six? How about you, Harley? Uh, what, recommended? Yeah. I have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. All right, we just need six. Yeah, because it's two rows, right? It's, yeah, oh, it two is two rows, rows. Yeah. you're right. Yeah. Okay, just the top rows. Okay. Just the top row. Okay, cool. Let me do the top row. All right, who wants to go first? I, I will. All right. All right, I got a PUBG desert map. New <laughs> desert roll. Uh, <laughs> new desert map screenshots. Awesome. PUBG new, is a video game. Wait, new desert. What was it? A new desert map. Nude? New. New. N-E-W. Oh. No. New, new desert, desert maps. Map. So it's just about this stupid video game. All right. Okay. The, uh, the next one is... The, wait, 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 no, no, no. We're taking turns. We're taking turns. Oh, we're gonna go oh okay. Yeah, so it's MCP turn now. <laughs> Mine is Destiny 2, Perk Rolls and Loot Duplicates. Fucking nerds. <laughs> what does that mean? What, is it, what did you say? That English? What did you say? <laughs> it's a thing in Destiny. It's, it's a Destiny it? Two, to be more precise. Right. So gamers are listening to know, what, know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So you don't want to go into more content? You just, that's all. Found right. you. My, mine is a uh, my first recommended is called Botchamania 353. What? Awesome. Yeah, it's just it's wrestling? this channel. Well, uh, botch is a wrestling term when some when somebody fucks up a move, right? Um, so it's compilations from uh, professional wrestling organizations like WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan Wrestling, and indie shows. And indie shows show up a lot. <laughs> and then there's all these like uh, segments of 
people fucking up. And they put like a funny commentary to them and some funny songs. And it's just, I just, my friend Fred uh, uh, introduced me to it. And then I guess a new one just came out tonight because it's the first one that's coming up. Punch Me 53. So that's my first. Harley, your second? Uh, this technique could save your chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, right. I, have, I have an eclectic mix for sure. No kidding. Mine's pretty fucking boring. Although I cannot explain my second one. Why not? It just hmm. makes no sense because I have never seen Rick and Morty. Yet Rick and Morty season three, latest episode, latest episode 2017, 2017 live. live. The yeah, live one, I got right? That on mine too. Yeah, that's my second one. Mine is like my 12th though. Ah, uh, okay. I, but I can't explain it. It's like, I, I've never watched it. Why is that there? Huh. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. I think it's YouTube. You know, they, they're, it's sponsored or something. Well, they skip that one. Then. Go to the next one, then. I'm done with Destiny 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my next That's one. It's called? <laughs> it's called oh, my God. I'm Done oh. with Destiny 2. Okay. See a little trend there, Harley? I do. Yeah. All right, so my turn. My second one, it says, uh, Eminem Live at Reading Festival 2017. Full multi-cam. Cool. Now in 37 minutes. Just uh, after watching his uh, BET performance, uh, started watching a lot of his videos, a lot of his freestyles, and I guess it recommended me more. So, all right. What's your third, Harley? The Shining movie review. Oh, oh shit. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, I follow uh, Chris Stuckman. Okay. So... He, uh, I guess he's reviewing The Shining 11 yeah. hours ago. Okay, there you go. MCP? Destiny 2, secret raid room <laughs> found. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it makes sense because while I'm at work, I have this shit playing in the background all day long. Okay. It's like my way mm. of living vicariously because I don't, I only get maybe an hour to play a day. So I was like, yeah, I can just listen to it, listen to everybody else doing it. So yeah, it's it's my all of it. There's maybe three videos that aren't. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, the the live now one. Right. But anyway. Huh. Go ahead. What's yours? All right, mine says Blueprint season one episode three with Tom McFarland. Spider Man to Spawn. How Tom McFarland became the. And that's it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, sometimes the titles are a little. Weird. Yeah. I don't remember looking up Tom McFarlane, but okay, sure thing. There you go. Number four, Harley. Seven things that bikers do that drivers don't understand. <laughs> yes. God damn, his playlist this is, is fucking best. perfect. Isn't it? Harley's is the best right now. He's Harley's my is ass. fucking killing it right now. Yeah, mine, God mine is... Damn it. Let me guess, another fucking Destiny. That Destiny 2 news. Fixed weapon oh rolls won't change. God. Wow. <laughs> uh, mine's is um, Bank Breakers. It's an SNL skit. It was Kumail Nanjani. He was the host last week's SNL. Um, so I watched a couple of them. And I guess it's recommending more. So it's recommending me that one. Oh, am I, I'm next, right? Yeah, last one. This is, Oh, is this the last one? No, we're doing five. This, oh, I think oh, we're, we're done doing five. five. All right, then I'll give you this one. What makes the ultimate burnout? 
Roadkill Extra. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. That's great. My number five is I am the dumbest Destiny 2 YouTuber in the world. <laughs> Tony's is like oh my God. Here, let me, let me jump just oh. to give an honorable mention to number seven. This is New York City, com- New York Comic Con 2017 cosplay. Ten minutes. So it's like a uh, compilation. That'll, re- that'll redeem it. There you yeah. go. I have, on my second thing, I have two more PUBG videos. Uh, a solar power video. A hand tool video. Fucking name. That is fantastic. Yeah. Cool. That is absolutely yours. All of a sudden, one day, out of nowhere, my I got a recommendation for Sopranos. I hadn't seen this show in forever. Hmm. But uh, I clicked on one of them, and I clicked on two of them, probably now, because now they're popping up. It says the Sopranos' best moments and quotes. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. This could be good. We might we could do this. We'll try again yeah, next week. week. Yeah, <laughs> change it up. That's if Tony doesn't, if he doesn't change it up, though. <laughs> yeah well my controller just broke um, so I won't be playing Destiny for a little while so it's probably going to be even more videos <laughs> oh just because yeah <laughs> yeah no actually Destiny 2 is a pretty shallow game like it has no depth to it and it's like there's not much bringing me back I mean, the replayability isn't very high mm, so okay. we'll see all right. Well, there you have it. There you have it. There you have it. You guys ready to view some movies or what? I suppose. All about it. All right. Okay, like I said before last week, uh, my buddy Ronnie on Instagram, Shrimp Cat Cinema, uh, he posted this poster. On his uh, Instagram profile, and I was like, that looks, "That's a cool looking cover." Interesting title, and I started looking at the names: Robert Downey Jr., Ch- Shia LaBeouf, Chaz Palminteri, Diane Weiss, Channing Tatum, and Rosario Dawson. I'm like, damn, when the fuck did this come out? And how come I've never heard of it? And I, I think Harley said last week it was like two years before Iron Man, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Like, so it, yeah, correct. Yeah. So it was exactly two years. So um, yeah. So yeah, then, it's uh, yeah, it's based on a book written by Dito. Montiel, I guess, and he wrote and directed the movie. Yeah, he's, he's good the friends writer. with Robert Downey. Yeah, I was looking at, I was watching a it's, feature. He's good friends with Robert based Downey. On, he, yeah, it was based on his his uh, his upbringing. Um, so it's it's essentially an autobiography. Yeah, the movie is a coming of age drama about a boy growing up in a story in New York during the 1980s. As his friends end up dead on drugs or in prison, he comes to believe he has been saved from their fates by various so-called saints. So did you guys see a trailer for this? Did you guys go straight cold? And straight into it. Straight into straight. it? No, I don't watch trailers to any of these. Anything homework related, I don't watch a trailer because I don't want to, you know, a lot of times those trailers, man, they fucking spoil shit. That's true, man. It's absolutely true. So Harley, um, yeah, so you didn't see a trailer. You like some of these names in the, in the movie, right? Yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, uh, I was sold, um, by just looking at the, uh, looking at the cast. Um, and then, you know, as I started watching the film, I think it took about 20 minutes before, before you realize 
and it's no spoiler that Robert Downey Jr. is the old Dido in in Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf, however the fuck you pronounce his name, is the younger. Um, and so, and then you start piecing the puzzle of of who else is older and younger. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it is a straightforward coming of age. We've seen this movie done a lot of times it usually does pretty well critically, especially cause this is rated R and it's really shows the, the, the dark side. It's, it's another one of those movies, you know, the streets kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, kids. Bronx Tale. kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it reminds me of a lot. It reminded me of boys in the hood. It reminded me of, um, it was a movie Bronx we Tale. just watched. Bronx yeah. Tale. We yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it reminds me of a ton of these movies, um, which is interesting why I'm surprised this didn't get more attention. I mean, it only has a 7.0 on IMDb. Um, That's what I'm saying, right? It's like under the radar, right? Way under you the radar. Up to because... People are like, hey, have you seen this? You're like, no. And like, and, then, and they'd ask you, who's in it? it? And the moment you start saying names, you're like, what? How have I not heard, heard of this? And I'm like, exactly. exactly. It's a crime. Because the truth is, it's done really well. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. It's yeah. not a long film. It's you know, it's an hour and forty minutes. IMDb has it. The performances are very good. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is is the main character. He's he's on screen seventy five, eighty percent of the time. Um, I love I love his dad, um, Chaz Palminteri, mm-hmm. and you know we just watched him um, recently. And the Bronx Tale, of course, and it's he's essentially playing the same character, which which works just fine for me. He's a, come on, he's a rocket Gibraltar. Come on. Oh yeah, he's fucking great. <laughs> um, and so, no, I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed it. Um, it it again, right. it felt it felt familiar when I was you know as, as I was watching, especially once I realized what it was all about. You know, I was definitely. It, it had had that fam- familiarity to it, but it was done well. Um, you kind of know what to expect, you know, um, but all the performances are so good. And me and Chris, we, we sat down and we watched it and we were like, it was getting kind of late. It was like nine thirty, ten o'clock. And we're like, you know what? Let's start the, the, the homework. Um, you know, we'll get, you know, halfway through it or watch 45 minutes of it. Right. And we ended up finishing it. We oh. ended up just watching watching it in one setting. That's kind of one of those tests for us. Mm-hmm. Like, if it can keep our attention through, you sure. know, through from beginning to end, and it absolutely did. We didn't put it down. Um, and then it, you know, we, it caught us talk. We we were talking about it afterwards, and and uh, it, so yeah, I, I was uh, pleasantly. I, I wasn't pleasantly surprised because again, like you said, you see all these all these actors. You're like. Shit, yeah. these are talented actors, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously Shia... What's young Tatum look, you know? Yeah, 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 very young. Um, Shia always is... Unfortunately, he's typecasted because he did those goddamn Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just he just goes, you know, he just yells, no, 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 kind of thing. Um, but come on, to be fair, not... nobody yells it like him, though, come on. Nobody yells it like him. But he's a talented actor. We've seen oh, him yeah. in some other stuff. And... Um, and so I like him, and I like him in this. If you don't like him, if you if he bumps you, you're gonna have a hard time with the movie because he is the main character. You know, I mean, he, you know, he's he's Dio. I mean, the fucking 
the that's what the movie should be called is Dito. Um, but if if you're able to set sort of your uh, you know any stereotypes you have of him or whatnot, um, this is an enjoyable film. I don't know. I think the movie should be called Antonio because it seemed like Why the movie that? was a lot oh. about him. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially from the point yeah. of view of the dad. Like, I mean, I don't, not spoiler, not too spoiler, but the dad fucking favored Antonio more than his own son. I mean, that was like yeah, the did. main conflict in the movie is Shia's issue with his father. Uh, Dito's issue yeah. with his father. Um, it was a coming of age for sure. It was, it was a get out of the, you know, the bad neighborhood movie, you know, um, yeah. But it was also it was Antonio. It was like he's got this influence and he he can't get away from him, even though he knows he's bad news. Um, he can't separate himself mainly because his dad would, sees him more of a son than his own son. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of wish the, the, the shit that's going on in his life, but you know, but still, like fuck, man, you have time. Like he, Shia talks to him, he kind of ignores him. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So he yells, so he gets his attention, and he yells at him back, don't yell at me. It's like, yep. what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, What's that? Did, now, Tony, did you enjoy the film? Because you're kind of just... Yeah, I I, it, I think it's one of those that that it, it bumped me, and I think the what was bothering me was the delivery. I, I think I did not like how it was addressed. There was a lot of fourth wall breaking that I thought was kind of dumb. <laughs> like, I was like, why are you doing this? Why, 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 are you, why are you breaking this fourth wall? What, you started the movie saying something like directly addressing like this film. And it's like he wrote a book and the plot device of the book in the terms of the story wasn't that big deal. Like it doesn't it, 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 it didn't it didn't have a lot of weight to it. Um, the 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 acting and the and the portrayal of of young Antonio and the issues he was going through and young Dito and the father, uh, like that that relationship, that trio of relationships was really well done. Um, and I kind of wish I had had forced Lainey to watch it. She was busy writing a paper, but um, like Harley, you were said you were having conversations with Chris. I I feel like we could have had some meaty conversations about this movie with with Lainey. Um, mm-hmm. but. So I think I missed out on that level of enjoyment, um, mm. but it, it, it was good. Like I, I, I thought their portrayal was really well done. Um, the, the, you know, the, the struggles of growing up in that kind of environment, um, in that kind of an abusive environment, um, neighborhood and, and whatnot. Uh, I just didn't. I this. I just was bothered. I was rubbed the wrong way with how they delivered the story. Um, but in the end, I think I, I, I appreciated it. And, um, so it wasn't a way I, I give it a dollar. Essentially that's, it's, that's my rating. Yeah. It's hard because like, it has like a little way of like, where like he tells you in the beginning, like what happens and even kind of says like, yeah, yeah these people die. It's not a spoiler, but I'm like thinking of something kind of is like, I didn't know. I don't know your story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I'm going to make it or not, you know, but. But then you hopefully you while you're watching you'll forget you know it makes you forget. Yeah. But um, God, there's that scene where Rosario's yelling at Robert down in the roof. That's so fantastic. Oh, her performance is so good right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's eating as I mean, she's just she's not even in that long. But man, when she yeah, kills, kills in that it's scene, it's a cameo. But yeah, she does kill it in that scene for sure. 
Yeah, and those things you're saying, Tony, it could be just amateur, like director. You know, like I said, this might yeah, be his first film. I think that's what so. it feels like because they're yeah. like most of the, the the fourth wall breaking. The whole "I left everybody, but no one left me" felt a little cheesy. I felt mm-hmm. felt very cringy and like you're trying too hard to be artsy fartsy. Um, like because the movie yeah, didn't I... the movie didn't support that very well. Yeah. Like, so I think that's where I felt like, eh, whatever. But I mean, the performances, like you said, the performance was great. I totally forgot about Rosario Dawson on the roof because yeah, yeah, she laid into him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but yeah, that scene too when she's coming in, when he's coming in talking to his dad, and he kind of like says hi, and he just kind of brushes him off again. He's like, man, still as an adult, you're still brushing me off like that. Mm-hmm. Still really annoying. And I do like when they go back and forth, you know, showing you young and um, older, and then like um, I think they did a good job with the girl, Cassie Melanie. Diaz as a uh, young Rosario kind of look like each other, but when they're doing all their fucking shenanigans and fucking fighting and hanging out in New York, it's way I was like, God, I'm running with kids so much. It's just got that gritty New York feel. Yeah, I, it's a, a very good uh, parallel. Yeah, I I um, will say I I kind of have a problem with Channing Tatum without a shirt playing Antonio, <laughs> an Italian maybe like he's a honky honky like me. If I was walking down the street. And his name's Antonio. He ain't tan, motherfucker. I mean, he ain't that tan. Yeah, he's yeah, way but, more tan than you, bro. Come on. He, his, well, his, yeah, he's well, way more tan than me. I'm, I'm transparent, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But he, he's not he a black hair. He can pull it off. He can pull it off better than <laughs> your red hair. <laughs> Why not? A fucking leprechaun saying. can pull it off better than I can, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. We never saw his mom. You know, his dad just named him Antonio because he liked him. Like the name or something. But they kind of imply they're all Italian. His dad's Italian. Yeah. Mom could be white. He could be mixed. I guess. They're saying Italians can only look one way. You know, that was, and and I think that was one of the bigger sort of side plots in a Bronx tale was race, you know. And, you know, it just takes place in a similar time frame. That was, Bronx Tale was in the 60s. Um, you know, and this one, it moves along. It really shows, you know, um, I think a 10-year span, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so the period's a little bit different. And so the Bronx Tale with the civil rights movement sort of in the backdrop uh, makes sense. Um, but there's still, I mean, like, look at, look at a movie like Do the Right Thing, the Spike Lee. That, that takes place in the 80s. Um, and it's race is the number one theme in that movie. And this one, I, I feel like it was almost a lost, um, opportunity. They could have addressed that a little bit more, especially being the antagonist of the film, the Puerto Rican, you know, he rolls up with the black kid in the car and, mm-hmm. and they're sort of, there's, you know, there's the slurs and stuff like that. And so there's, there's some race relations motivating some of that violence. Um, but that's not what the show is, or that's not what the movie's about. Um, the movie's about him getting out of, 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 you know, the neighborhood and making it to the wild, wild West of California. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's in a day and age where we have a lot of these coming of age stories. It's, it's not, it's not the best. There's there's a, a lot that are done better for sure, mm-hmm. but it was done well enough, and the talent behind it was well enough. And I think it's one of those things where the strength was the fact that it is a writer director combination. Um, and so you With really do life, get so yeah, he's gonna yeah, you, 
you do get to see what he wants you to see. I think it didn't feel meddled with by a studio. Um, you know, it's not going to be for everybody in the sense of, um, but it's hard to hate it. You know what I mean? It's, it, it it's no, you know, for uh, Dory Toy debut is pretty good too. I thought, you know, especially kind of absolutely, like absolutely. So, huh. um, yeah, I, I absolutely gave it a, a solid dollar for sure. Yeah, I Whoops. <laughs> I <worked. laughs> yeah, I totally recommend it. So I'm glad uh, I saw that come across my IG timeline and uh, wanted to check it out. Cause like I said, everyone everyone that's in it, if you're a fan of Shia Channing, any of them, Robert Downey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, play a good drum. Like, yeah, definitely check it out. I just Or you like coming-of-age stories, you mm-hmm. know, anything yeah, like, like that. Like Rock's Tale Kid. Any of those movies we, titled, we mentioned it, reference to it, then yeah. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it for sure. 76 on on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Yeah, see, this is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So from going from one Robert Downey Jr. movie to another, fresh. Yeah, um, Zodiac. I think I'm not sure I ever saw this. Like <laughs> watching it. Oh shit! I, I didn't recognize anything. I was like, <laughs> I, thought, I don't recognize and, that. Don't and recognize as we that. were finishing it up, I thought we had watched this on the podcast. I think someone someone reviewed it, but when, I don't think it was a, I, either. I, think it, I did. Um, maybe I just it was an extra Tony or something. Maybe Tony got confused with the Avengers. He saw Hulk and uh, Iron Man <laughs> right. talking. He was like, "Oh, okay. yeah, this is this is uh, Avengers right here." I got confused with Nightcrawler. Fucking <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and that weird vibe to him. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh seriously. Yeah. So, so okay. So this was your first time watching it then. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Pretty much my first What'd time. What you watching. think? Um, it was it was, it was good. Uh, it, it, these okay, kind of watch it with you. Who done it? Yeah, she definitely watched it with me. Um, oh. uh, well, we made it. We actually made a point to watch the previews or the trailers of the movies. Or I showed her the trailers of the movies. Um, I didn't watch the trailers for either of them. I just kind of played them for, her, and she decided not to, to pass on um, the Saints one, and she wanted to watch this one. Um, but anyway, so we're, we're usually these kind of mystery crime mystery thriller type movies are uh right up our wheelhouse but um and uh it was fun it, it was it, it was it was easy to empathize with jake's character of just wanting to solve the, the, the puzzle like he's just like, i just have to know i just have to find out uh, up until he got really obsessive about it and i'm like yeah no, God, you, you got too far man that's a, that's a little over the line um but it was still cool it was cool it was cool to see did it remind you, Tony? Trying to solve something? Uh, yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. <laughs> like, I got, I got to fix a, this bug. I got to solve this this problem for sure. There was a, a trivia that said Rob, the real Robert Graysmith, mm-hmm. that the that's it's based on, blah, 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 based on his book that he wrote in the eighties. <clears throat> he read the screenplay, and he said, "Gosh, now I know why my wife left me." Oh. <laughs> Oh, because, man. yeah, Robert Graysmith, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, you really see the evolution of his character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he yeah. is, he's really just sort of shy and meek and quiet, and, and Jake pulls it off very well. And then at the end of the movie, like when his wife comes and starts talking to him, and he's like, no, she's like, the kids miss you, and he's like, I do too, but they can't see me like this. Like he recognizes that he is a fucking mess. Yeah, for real. I mean, and and that's really um, 
his performance, you really see the arc the the most. I think Mark Ruffalo's character, he's he plays the same character from beginning to end kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And and same with Robert Downey Jr.'s character. I mean, he, his character kind of gets worse and worse as time goes on. Um, but Jake really has this big arc, and I think it's it's one of the strengths of the film. Yeah, it's like right up his wheelhouse, right? Serial killer. It's got that gritty, gritty uh, Fincher look to it. Mm. Oh, it's right up Fincher's alley. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I just read in the trivia that he was chosen because of his work with Seven. Who, Fincher's? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I I, I did quite a bit of reading on it because it's interesting because obviously it is based on the true story. And from what I gathered, it follows it's it's incredibly accurate to the to the official accounts of what happened um the real zodiac killer uh is officially recognized as killing several other people mm-hmm. um but they didn't um they they those weren't portrayed in the film because there weren't any survivors or witnesses and so there's no telling of what happened and so Fincher didn't want to include it in the movie because he wanted to keep it as as uh, truthful as possible. So he really wants it to play like a documentary in a sense. Um, obviously, it's highly stylized and it's it's compelling and it's you know, right. um, but yeah, he wanted it to be as 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 authentic as possible. Well, got and that like you said, yeah, like you said, it's right in his wheelhouse. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is. Well, he's got a, he's got that TV show on Netflix too, Mindhunter. Uh, it's on my queue. I'm watching it. Don't worry. Okay. okay. <laughs> I know. You report I, it, back. It, it popped up in my feed, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh shit!" So I started looking it up at the Netflix original. It's like a 91 on IMDb. So, Damn. okay. Uh, yeah, and he directed I think four episodes of it. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, now yeah, I just so want to be... know where is this feed that they're talking about. Because I thought earlier you said you don't have Netflix. Oh, yeah, interesting. No, no, no. So it wasn't on my Netflix feed, so okay. to speak. I have <laughs> <Okay>. that. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, man. Listen up, motherfucker. Well, that, uh, that Google News, like your, like the Google um, app that comes with every Android phone nowadays. Oh, yeah, it's Google like, Now or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it just gives you news that it okay. thinks you okay. like based on your browsing history. And so I think I was searching for Zodiac, and so that popped up the review of that. So that's what I meant. Gotcha. Thought I got you. I was like, this motherfucker. He told uh-huh. me he didn't have Netflix. No Netflix queue. Well, I said feed, not queue. Right, but you say wrong shit all the time. So that's the <laughs> touche. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm saying wrong shit. Yeah. I always get my shit. What do you say? <laughs> I should. I'm. Yeah. I confused. Exactly. Case in point. Yeah, we got yeah. it. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, no, that's anyway. like yeah. Don't I? I enjoy it. I like the performances. I like the look of it. I always like a good you know, um, cat and mouse game. Trying to find somebody, especially this such an elusive one where he this killer wanted to like be known and and, and kind of tease them and give them out clues and stuff and wanted to be kind of known. Um, mm-hmm. My only downfall with this movie is like it does kind of drag and it's always the same thing. Someone's picking up the phone. Someone's looking at files. 
and I if it goes off for like 10, 15 minutes, you wake up, they're doing the same exact thing. They're just going somewhere else. And I hate to say that about a Fincher movie, but I, I cannot lie. I, I, that's that, that's the honest truth. Like, I'm watching them. Like, you know, no, I'm doing this. You're absolutely again. You know, it could be shorter. I think it it could be. The problem is, is the film takes place over 20 years. You know what I was thinking when I saw it this time? Yeah. And we did watch it in two sittings, okay. and, and and you don't. I'm I'm right there with you, partner. You know me. I I think Fincher is one of the best actors around right now, sure. or directors. Right now. Absolutely. I mean, he's like number, he's in the top three or four right now. I mean, he is absolutely top of his game. And this, I think, is probably his most plotty in the sense of you really have to be a Fincher lover to just love the shit out of this movie mm-hmm. because it is long. There's zero you sit action. You a cup of coffee and eat some cookies watching it. You, you know what I mean? Well, and it's the truth is, is it's a two-parter. Yeah. Um, I sat there uh, the whole time though, and I was just like, "Fuck, man, it's still on." You know, like I said, it goes off the screen, back on, and it's, they're doing the same thing. Someone's on the phone. Someone's calling the other phone. Someone's looking the files. Someone's sharing files. It is. It covers like twenty years, basically, and so. Which is you know what it felt like to me. Yeah. It should have been a ten-part HBO miniseries. <laughs> Are you kidding? For oh real? God. Like, like they like, don't have man. enough phones to film. They're like. <laughs> That's all it is. There's all like, oh, files. That would be insane. It took place in the 60s and then the 80s because the vending machines changed, remember? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there, there wasn't a lot of action. That's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. the, the, the main, the, the main. And I'm fine too, but like if they would have gotten to like, so the ending faster, it would have been better, you know? Or stuff like they're still like, you know, oh, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure this out. Well, it, and it showed a lot of the all the characters where they're trying to do, talk to different cities and other cops and I and I dig that and, I, and I'm um and I'm aboard because you know why because I because I love um Donald Logue and I love Elias Coteas Casey Jones baby don't fuck with that don't fuck with me about yeah. that so yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a little you got a little Brian uh, Brian Cox action coming in a little bit there too um, mm-hmm. and then you know you got other like staples you've seen them in other movies too but um it's just uh it's just it's just you know just a little if you like if you like puzzles. And you like the solving part of mysteries, you can like this because that's what the focus was on. The focus was on how they were solving it. The focus mm-hmm. was on the you know they there there was very little attention to the crimes themselves. It was more about how do you how do you figure this out you know and the and the chaos it caused in the news and in the in the police departments and this one guy's life this this uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. Uh, who the fuck is that guy? The gray, graystone, gray Robert, something, Robert, gray Smith, Robert gray, graystone. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's some great Game of Thrones shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the chaos no, that's, that that's Fonzo is... right now, graystones, Robert Graystone, <laughs> Westrose, <laughs> Gray Smith, <laughs> Gray Smith. Yeah. No, but I think we all can say we all enjoyed it. You know, like we. I think we're well, all fans of like you know those kind of movies. But right, but see, like, I had no problem with the length and how. They, you sat through the whole drive. time. Oh yeah, both of you us. You didn't program. No, bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe you, Harley. You believe right. him? He didn't program once. Uh, Two hours and thirty-seven oh. minutes. No, I oh, started. No, 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 I no started way. programming like I always do, but I didn't finish it. I mean, the, the within thirty twenty to thirty minutes, I was done programming. I was like, nope, it's got my attention. Well, it's it's interesting because it's kind of a two part movie. The first part is is the Mark Ruffalo's investigation. 
and then which takes basically you know five to seven years before it really just sort of runs out of steam and then there's the one scene where you see the time lapse of the the building being completed in san francisco and it's like right in the middle of the film from then on it becomes jake gyllenhaal's film and the film revolves around him investigating it and that's why it almost felt episodic in a sense um because we really go into it that way you're right if you go into the second part going watching the jake part then yeah i guess it really does it feels like there's and ironically i was doing some reading on the original cut the the director's cut quote unquote that was over that was over well did you watch over three hour long yeah Oh, see, the one I saw was two I hours I did, and 30 Because I have the Steelbook Blu-ray, and like when I pull out the Blu-ray, it says director's cut on it. So maybe that's why it felt so long. <laughs> okay, so maybe it was a little longer. So yeah. some of those like time-lapse and like uh, David Fincher really wanted – they really wanted you to see the just the time. Because mm-hmm. I, I think one the one of the one issues I have with the film is it takes place over basically 20 years – all the actors pretty much look the same and we've seen movies do a better job of showing age, you know, where, you know, at the beginning of the movie, they look kind of young and fresh. And then by the end of the 15 or 20 year spans, they, they start to look a little haggard kind of thing, especially if they're cops. Mark Ruffalo looked the same at the beginning as he did the end. I I feel like they should have maybe put a little more makeup on him or something like, like that's like my one fault of the film is that the character's, the actors didn't look the 20 years older, um, yeah. which, which is funny because I read, read one trivia that Fincher actually digitally put hair on on uh, on Jake Gyllenhaal's hand to make <laughs> him look older. <laughs> literally, I mean, that's Fincher's like crazy. Reading, yeah, yeah, I'm just reading it right detail. now. Hair was digitally added to the close-up of Jake Gyllenhaal's knuckles. As he draws or holds letters, David Fincher felt that Jillian Hall's hands were too hairless and pretty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. You know, and and of course the the infamous Fincher takes um, created some issues with um, some of the actors, which I thought was really funny. Hmm. Um, it's it's tough. It's it's a great film. It really is. It's not for everybody. It's long. You know, be prepared to sit down in two parts um, to watch it. If you don't, if you're not interested in, you know, you know, cops and robbers or you know, a who done it, um, it's not going to be for you. You know, Chris enjoyed it, and she she has a hard time with you know um, movies grabbing your attention. Um, I think you just see how strong the performances, the directing, the editing. You know, there's the attention to detail that Fincher is so famous for. You really see it um, in spades. Um, you do get it. It's not. I think the first time I saw it, and I and I did a little bit of research. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't realize, but this is an unsolved mystery to this day. And and so the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, shit, they don't really tell you who did it and then as the as i think this is the third or the fourth time i've seen it all the way through Mm -hmm. um you really start to get the clear picture 
that Robert Graysmith, that the book again is written, is based upon, he really likes Arthur Lee Allen, who is dead. Um, and so, I mean, really, really likes him for the, the, for the Zodiac. Um, yeah. Now, if you do some reading online, a lot of hardcore Zodiac um, investigators over the years have basically discredited Robert Graysmith, said that his book is basically a work of fiction and he did a lot of exaggerating and a lot of sort of like creating just because he was convinced that Arthur Lee Allen was in fact the killer. Um, but the truth is the DNA, which they address at the very end, didn't match up. Um, all the evidence was circumstantial and so the real life would imply that maybe he wasn't your guy when the movie really does imply that it's Arthur Lee Allen. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's came um, out yeah, you're all good. yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. So, yeah. um, well, that look, but, that look that they, that he gave him, he always said that he like, why is he so obsessed with this? And he says, I just want to know. I want to look him in the eye. I know that it's him. That so it's the him. movie, had shot that scene so that mm -hmm. was our as a viewer that's our confirmation that yep that was him mm -hmm. that was him but so, in reality it's it's quite possible it wasn't yeah so yeah. Uh, it's tough for me it's like a borderline Slater mm -hmm. I, I feel like I feel like it's a Slater but I know if I give it a Slater everybody's gonna be like ah you just want to suck David Fincher's nuts and I'm kind of like, maybe I do a little bit. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to say maybe I'm an apologist, but because Fonzo, you are so right. It is slow. It is plotty. It's long, you know, especially if you saw a three hour cut of it. Yeah. But like um, I said, the first hour and 30 minutes, I'm like, I'm in, I'm totally in. I like, I like, absolutely. I like, I like them going to different places. I mean, like you said, there's not that much action, but Fuck if I'm not eating it up and trying to figure it out too, and and along with the mission, along with the riot. But at one point, like I said, when it just seems like it's repetitive, you know, hate to say it, but it, 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 it does. does. It, it, it does. Um, yeah. it, I think it has a payoff at the end. I mean, I think I love when, especially you know, so towards the end of the second act, when Mark Ruffalo's character is like he's getting tired of of Jay Gyllenhaal, and he's like, "Just leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to call the cops on you." And then he lets him in. You know what I mean? It's like he he keeps coming back for more. So yeah. um, I think I think if you if you really do kind of look at it almost from like a television series standpoint, and not force yourself to watch it in one sitting, um, but sort of take breaks as those big sure. time spans go on, and recognize that this film it's not a it doesn't take place over six months. It takes place over twenty years, basically. Um, if you kind of know what you're getting into, then you can just go, oh, wow, this is just a big, long, super epic. It's not about body counts, you know, like like uh, I think Mark Ruffalo's character explained. It's like this is nobody cares anymore. It's it's been too long. He only killed four people or five people or, you know, I think it's seven in, in real life. Um But like you said, Jake Kilnall, Robert Graysmith, the guy who wrote the fucking book, he's obsessed. He can't. Yeah. His, you know, his wife leaves him. I mean, mm -hmm. he is absolutely, um, and Jake has and knocked it out of the park from a performance standpoint. So, yeah, I, I will give it a dollar just because 
I can't forgive the fact that it is just long and it is, it can be difficult for so many people to get through. And it would be difficult for me to sit through it in one sitting. Um, and I've seen plenty of movies that were two and a half, you know, two hours and 45 minutes long that I had no problem sitting through. Um, <laughs> and this one, it is, it is a little tough to, to, gr- it is a kind of a grind, especially I'd say. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you said splitting it up in two is it's a great way to do it. So. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll, I'll dollar from you, Harley. Yeah, it's it's about as high a dollar as I can give it. Um, I buy that for a dollar. But considering Oops. considering Fincher has made the benchmark for some of his movies, like Seven, yeah. I think Gone Girl is a better film, even though it's just as long. Um, I, I think this is probably besides. Um, Shit, I know, and I know we're not reviewing his his discography, so to speak. Um, but I think this, maybe Social Network, um, and Panic Room are probably his his weaker films. Um, but it's not saying much. I mean, it's still a, f- a fabulous movie, and for me, it's a borderline slider. Cool. Right on, MCP. Dollar for me. Dollar. Dollar. Right on. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, then, Harley, you got a surprise, or did you already come up with what you wanted for next week? Yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and – because and, uh, since both of you guys are, are okay with seeing it. What, um, what, what did – Fonzo, what did you give it? A dollar. A dollar, a dollar too? Yeah. Okay. I'd I don't buy remember. that for a dollar. I don't remember 50 cents of part one, 50 cents of part two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice. <laughs> so um, – yeah, let's let's go Blade Runner. Twenty forty nine? Yeah, of course. You got it. Right on. So I'm gonna keep the October uh train going here. I'm looking at my Plex list. I see a bunch of movies that are on here. And I haven't seen Shouse Play Two in a long time. It came out in nineteen ninety. Mm. Oh, Sorry, Jack, Chucky's back. There's a big Jack in the box, big Jack clown coming out. He's got his big ass scissors ready to cut his head off. Is this the one that ends in the uh, doll factory at the end? Spoiler that might alert. be the third. Reason the. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I think that's the third, dude. When he came, he's in military just... school. But you're right. I think you're uh, right. I think it might be that one. Um, we watched one of these on the podcast a couple years ago, and I remember letting Mazzy start to watch it Uh-oh. and then like getting halfway through going, Oh no, this was a mistake. This is it. It is. Really? It's like the third one. Cause we saw this on the podcast not long ago. All right. Let's do the third one then. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I remember, sure. I remember oh. like watching it going, Oh, this is good. Like it wasn't okay. bad, okay. but let's pick a different one. Like the sure. third, the, the third first one. one. Yeah. No problem. Cool. Plus, it's like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> That'll work. All right. How was your guys' weekends? What you guys do? Not much. Yeah. It worked. Worked. <laughs> Surprise. Tony, yeah. are you... This is, this is a slow week. Tony, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Because the conversation came up with me and Chris. <clears throat> are you going to, like, all of a sudden, just one day... Go AWOL because you bought like your own little small island. 
off the coast of <laughs> fucking Nicaragua or some bullshit. Yeah, yep. And then I'm gone. I just vanished. And then are you, you, you retire a... like before you hit forty or some shit? What do you? What do you Probably do with not. All your money. Yeah, what's your end you, game? Yeah. What do you? Do all with? you do is work. Yeah, but I'm on salary, so I ain't making more money just because I'm working. God damn, homie. Yeah. No, I I gotta I'm I gotta get the shit done. I gotta get. We've been saying that for ten years. Uh, yeah, that's that's what it's been. I mean, I, I'm honestly. I mean, it's never gonna get done. I haven't told my boss this yet, but I'm trying to leave the company. Oh, oh. and spoiler I gotta. Alert. <laughs> yes, spoiler alert. I gotta get the company to be self sustainable without my without needing so much engineering work right now it stays afloat because engineering engineering is doing so much work we need to get to the point where it's self-sustaining so that it it's, it's going that's that's it i mean long story short that's why i'm working so hard is because i want to leave but i cannot leave it when it's gonna it's, it's a sinking ship you know we for the last 10 years We've been we've been taking buckets and dumping water out of the through all the leaks that are coming in the boat. So if you were to leave early, you'd feel guilty. Yes, absolutely, I would feel guilty. Like for the last ten years, all we've been doing is trying to is putting our fingers in the holes of the boat, but then new holes pop up, and it's like we don't have enough fucking fingers for this. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to build a new boat type thing. You know, I'm trying to like piecemeal replace the hull of the boat while it's floating, <laughs> while we're, while it's it takes that long, sailing. Huh? It's it's not an easy thing to keep your fingers in the holes and put new hole in. So while it's floating. So now, what's what's your long? What's your end game? If yeah. if and when you leave the company, then what? I, I, I don't know. Just uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't have a plan. I just, my plan is to get this shit done, get it working, make this company successful, and then leave. And mm-hmm. then from that, who knows? I might travel around, start businesses in every state type thing to go along with my trip, the bike trip that I still want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? But right now, the only thing I'm focused on is fixing this company. And how long do you think that might take? If you Another two to four years it's not oh, gonna wow. happen yeah it's another two to four years yeah if it doesn't happen within five years i may just go i may just leave and go you it's it's not gonna happen you're on your own yep. and is it still basically the online security kind of thing that you were working on yes okay but i've, I've reached the point where i've got a lot more power kind of just my boss kind of just like dude just get us get us successful and so the last product we built that was on the cloud, on the cloud online, I, I really was just, I quote unquote, just an engineer. Now I am a, I'm the product manager. And so I'm kind of driving the product and defining things. And I'm also the lead engineer, but I'm also the product manager. So I have a lot more power and say in what the product does. Um, I mean, I still have to collaborate. I still have to get everybody else's approval and different ideas i have but it's uh anyway a lot it's a, it's a, it we're in a lot better position and th- with this new product we're working on to make it successful than the last product the last product just yeah it took way too much manpower to get keep keep up and running hmm. yeah no it's it's funny the last product i worked on 
I, I'm afraid when I hear that they sold another one. I'm like, no, 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 please don't sell anymore. Cause for every one you sell, it's going to take more of my time to maintain it. No, I see. Yeah. And so it's like, that is bad. That's bad business. You know, when, when you're, yeah. when the, when for every product you sell takes more in man hours to maintain that product, you got a problem. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to, on this latest product, I'm trying to get away from that. And then once it gets successful, we'll take all the customers on the old products, bring them to the new one. But anyway, so that's my weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's good. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, it's just kind of me we're talking about. Yeah, I saw Harley's Los Angeles Charge beat up on some Raiders today. Oh, she watched it. They won by a few of them. I yeah, I saw they won. It made my feed, but I didn't know how or what. Or... They won by a few of them. They came back, and when Melvin Gordon was playing lights out, he'd be happy that he saw it. And then what I was mean? Torn. Well, he was just playing great. Oh, so he, he, we we finally have a good I running back. We have a good huh? running back again. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. And that was going back and forth between the Broncos game. They were on Sunday night, and then the Dodgers playoff game, game two, at the NLCS. So I was going back and forth. And uh, and then when the Broncos started fucking sucking ass because they just came back from a bye week, I was like, fuck this game. And then I would go to the Dodger game, and the Dodger game was like one – it was tied 1-1 to like the very end. Bottom of the ninth, uh, three-run home run to seal it, to win it. It was crazy. The guy that, that plays on the Dodgers, uh, he's from Long Beach, went to Cal State, or he went to Fullerton. And and it was the anniversary of the Kirk Gibson home run. You know that famous Kirk Gibson home run where he's pumping his fist against the uh, Oakland A's in the World Series? It's just weird. You're, asking, you're talking to me or Tony? I'm, I'm, just, Reg, I'm just throwing it out. I'm just saying it out loud. Like, okay, because I have crazy. no. I don't. I don't fucking watch baseball. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about. It's like baseball. a Dodger, like like Dodgers history. That's just like the biggest. Uh, one. Cause it's like okay. the second. It's only the second postseason home run. It was crazy. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the anniversary of that one. So I was like, that's kind of weird and nuts and cool at the same time. So, um, yeah. So yeah, pretty much just chilled. I didn't do nothing either. So just getting ready for next week. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it, man. I've been, I've been fighting a pretty, pretty decent cold for the last three or four days. So I'm the fucking runny nose and all yeah. that bullshit. So hey, you taking, are you taking the Yeah. And cookies too. <laughs> hey, Harley, are you, What's are up? you taking zinc at all? No. Cause I just I read just... that zinc is one of the few like, con- like studied, um, supplements that actually shortens cold um, recovery time. Interesting. I yeah. go. Uh, I OD on vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin C and uh, what's the other one? Echinacea. Mm-hmm. Not I've heard echinacea before. Don't they don't affect recovery times? Zinc actually does. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm, if, I'm, uh, I believe that because I would always think um, I take I take echinacea or drink orange juice and do all that vitamin C shit. Yeah. It's like it take forever. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to help. Yeah, that, that's that's what I just read recently. So I don't know if it's it actually the internet, not. so you know it's true. Exactly. Destiny two zinc. Wait, Destiny and Destiny two. <laughs> How to cure the cold? Destiny two style. Zinc will give you a hard on for days. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be your dense your de- destiny. Uh, yeah, yeah, my you density. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Uh, but I think I think after that, I mean, how else can you end the podcast? That was three episode three seventy six. 
we just random randomly rant it and like every week we just randomly rant on everything you know but we always bring it back to movies but you know once in a while it's fun to change it up so um yeah I don't know what else to say but uh how about your boy Fonse we ride together Harley Zing will get you high for days <laughs> MCP bad boys for life <laughs>